Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on eliminating debt and much, much more. Press, my man, 100 grand. What's poppin', baby? And I can't call it Jules, man. Just another dreary ass day here in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We hey, I know they say April shower bring Mayflowers, but we still in March. Right. I hate this damn weather. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what we got going on? Heading down to San Antonio. Mm. Nice, man. What's out there? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, sweet 16 NCAA tournament. Man, that's going to be a nice trip, a little warmer weather, uh, different scenery. Man, that's going to be nice, man. That's going to be nice. Definitely enjoy yourself. Have a safe flight, safe trip. You know, be safe out there, man, and enjoy yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's been going on with you, bro? Oh, man. Oh, dude. Press. I've been been working. I And yesterday, you know, I was supposed to be off, but my sister-in-law, she moved into she She got a house. She bought a house. And... Me, Holiday, and a couple other cats, Tree, we uh, did some moving. Oh, big and, tree. Oh, my God. Was he much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Tree had us dying. We w- First of all, my sister-in-law has so much stuff, man. I'm talking about, we, was, we, we got started about one in the afternoon. We didn't get finished about nine at night, prayers. Wow. Shit, you put Dog. it up. Dog. We had a man, she had so much stuff because she used to have a house before. So all that stuff was in storage and in, and in, in her mom's basement and stuff. Bro, oh my goodness. So, so prayers, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. But <laughs> with Tree, we're, 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 all, we're all fatigued. We're all tired. This was the end. We putting stuff in the house. Tree came and he started playing some, some old wrestling music, theme music. And got everybody pumped. I was say, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. We almost finished. <laughs> <laughs> wait, let me, let me ask you. Now, had he been there the whole time and he come late playing the rest of the music? No, he, he was there the whole time. But okay. he started kicking it on when when it was it was it was to the end of it. You know, we in the house, we put moving stuff, and you know, we're just, you know, one of my guys right. I was on fumes. He, he's yeah, I was much, on fumes. Yeah. I mean, my, Holiday and I, we was we were still good, but we was feeling it. <laughs> we was feeling it. The hiccup, hiccup tree, boy, with that rock theme music and, and Triple H. I said, oh, yeah, John Cena. I said, tree, hey, man, let's go. 
Let's go. We finish it. We finish. <laughs> Look at Tree with the with the final motivation for the group. <laughs> man, oh, Tree, you jackass. <laughs> but man, a a press. I'm feeling it. I got home that night. My knees back. You know, my wife gave me some Motrin, and she said, just rest. She had bought me some wings from Chicken Coop. She bought me 12, and I ate all 12, too. Woo-wee. Good job, wifey. Good job, wifey. Man, I was, ooh, man. So I'm good. I woke up today, and, you know, knees feeling better, back feeling better. So I'm, I'm all right, man. You know we get old. You know we get old. My man Jules over here talking oh, about his man. knees and shit. <laughs> What happened, oh, bro? Man, this bro. shit happened overnight. What the hell happened? <laughs> oh, man, press, dude. Man, where the time go, man? I have no idea, but I, I fucking slept on the wrong side of my neck this morning. I swear to God, I was walking around this bitch like with my head to the tilted to the right, like for about a good hour. I'm like, man, I don't know what is going on. This this ain't one age, man. It just hit. Ain't nothing we can do about it. just keep moving, right? <laughs> That's it. That's it. But now, but now I finally got my neck to loosen up a little bit, so I'm good to go. Okay. I was going to have to move Man, my microphone to the right. I was like, shit, how am I going to do this today? Damn. Boy, What's ain't it? nothing like a, a crook in your neck, boy. I'm telling you, that that thing was hurting like a motherfucker, bro. I was like, I was trying hmm. to, like, straighten it up, and I was getting that sharp pain down my back. I'm like, nope, nope, I ain't ready yet. <laughs> I ain't ready yet. <laughs> He's not ready yet. I said, nah, wait a minute. How old am I? Nah, I ain't going. Nope, I ain't going. I ain't going. <laughs> the devil's a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, Listen, you know I got, what? I got, I got to say something about this move now, Otis, because I'm noticing the trend Uh-oh. with Jules and his family, right? So y'all remember last season where his brother had this man moving? What was it? A stove or a yep. refrigerator? What was it? Uh, it was a, uh, it was a fridge. Yep, it was a refrigerator. What he wanted to save it, right? Yeah, man. Coach, I still ain't forgot about that. Um, so. What do you want you to do? You you had to move that somewhere. Well, where do you want you to put that at? Was so, it in the basement or something? It was in the basement. And I, because I was like, well, I, I was like, dude, why don't we throw it out or, or get uh-huh. it fixed? And he's like, yeah, you can put it in the basement. I was like, why are we keeping it? Right. He said he might, he said he might get it fixed later on. I'm like. Okay, hey, coach. I'm calling foul on you because, brother, you know you ain't getting that damn fucking thing fixed. You know you ain't going to get that thing fixed. <laughs> Black people, right? <laughs> we boy, we don't like throwing and, stuff away. I tell you, man, we be like, no, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get that fixed later on, man. That thing gonna be still sitting there next time y'all go to that right. Damn, you know what, friends? I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him today. Is actually did he did he call somebody to get that fixed yet? I know he has. <laughs> I, I know he has. Was that man? This was man. Was this? Was this like September or something? Okay, so okay, so what's this? October, November, December, January. That's six months. That he'll have plenty yeah, of time now. Okay, Jules, find that yeah. out for the next hey, episode because you... I think me and the audience yep. all would like to know. We we want to know what's going on with that fridge. <laughs> yep, I you know what, friends, I'm gonna find out tonight. I'm gonna find out. Okay, and now the second thing now, sister in law, love you, Saint Elizabeth in the house. You know what I'm saying, but. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on now. Now you moved to this big ass house. You had all this stuff now. Come on. Now, brother-in-law, he a good dude now, but you know, maybe next time get some movers. I'm that's all I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe next time. Ooh, man. 
And you know what, Press? If I ever move or anything, I think, hey, that's going to be a route to go, man. Dude, I, I swear. I did it this last time, man. I said, I can't, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> and listen, I'm not going to put that on nobody else. Now, if it's like a one or two item thing where I'm like, hey, can y'all help me with this couch move or, you know, something crazy like, uh-huh. you know, something mild like that? Cool. But, man, no, that's asking a lot. Especially at our ages, bro. Man, you talking mm-hmm. about having people on the shelf for a couple days after doing all that work. <laughs> man, it, yep. You looking at one too? <laughs> <laughs> Jules, you go, you go back to work. You go have to sit there and be running after somebody. You're like, you know what? You got it, man. Um, <laughs> my knees, I can't do hey. it. <laughs> right? No, nah, ain't no way. I'm gonna look at him like, hey, hey, you just gotta wait, man. You got. Mm-hmm. I'm just look at his back and just like, damn, that boy fast. <laughs> yeah, but you gonna be like in the movies. I'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you one day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. you stupid. You stupid. Hey, listen, though, audience, because I know you guys was thinking it. Jules and his family, I'm telling you, I feel like they take this man for granted, y'all. I feel like they take him for granted. He's a good man. He's a good man, though. Hey, thanks, Chris. <laughs> yep. But, coach, I still call a foul on you about that damn refrigerator, but oh, I still call a foul. <laughs> I ain't letting it yeah, go. Yeah, I call a foul on that, too. Yeah, I call a foul on that, too, man. I didn't understand that whatsoever, man. And all this, I ain't picking on coach. Man, I love coach, but I'm just trying to tell you, I call a spade a spade around here now. Call a spade a spade. No one's off limits. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, let's get into this episode because this was going to be a good one, audience. So today's fair foul comes over from Kelly from Lyle, Illinois. And what she wanted to know was, <sighs> this this one, Jules, I want to get your thoughts on this, brother, because I went back and forth on okay. this fair foul. But she says okay. that her boyfriend, in the beginning, when they first mm-hmm. started dating, she said they would have plans, and he would have a bad day or something going on in his life, and he would cancel their plans last minute. So she wanted to say, fair or foul on people to cancel plans for whatever reason last minute. It had to see... It has to be a good reason. I mean, let's 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 rule out person sick, definite family stuff like that because I'll, I'll ultimately, you, you, you know, that's out of your control. Ain't really nothing you can do about that. But if it's something, some other than than that, uh, I call foul at the last minute because we talking about the last minute. We ain't talking about you get ample time where you can do mm-hmm. something. So last minute. It's a little foul because y'all geared up, you dialed up, you, 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 you're you doing things, you got things in perspective, what you need to do, babysit or whatever the case may be. Mm. And then, and then, uh, plans change. So it's like, damn. See, when I was dating, when I was dating prayers, I, it was no, if something was to go down where something had to change, then um, at the last, at, I'm trying to think, has anything changed at the last minute? It's been so, prayers, it's been so long ago. <laughs> Yeah, right. But, <laughs> Man, it's so long ago. But I, but but to that point, like I guess outside of like a, a family medical emergency uh-huh. or death, like mm-hmm. what really would, would be a right. good reason for you to do that to somebody last minute, except for the fact right. that you have no consideration of that person's time. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm like you. It's 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 it's, it's a foul. It's a foul for me because like right, you gotta think of the yeah, you gotta think of the, of the other person. And what they have to do or go through just to, you know, go out and so yeah, I call I call follow, I call follow on that one, Prez. And Jules, you brought up a point that I didn't even think about. 
Now, what happens if somebody got to get a sitter? Now they out of money because mm-hmm. they have to you have to book that in advance. And I'm sure there's some sort of cancellation fee for the sitters. I don't know how that stuff works, but I'm just saying, man, you cancel last minute, not somebody out of all this money for the babysitter. And you sit over here because you had a bad day. Kelly's boyfriend, get out of here, sir. Get out of here. <laughs> Kelly's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with Jules. I call foul. It's rude. It's extremely rude. And I hope that he has changed that behavior because it is unacceptable, mister. Unacceptable. You don't do that type of stuff. Jules will tell you, I am like the man. I have my calendar and my schedule, and I stick to that thing oh, like yeah. crazy. Yep. Yes, if, sir. Some, yeah. if some get deviated, man, I don't know what to do. I lose my mind. I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> What's going mm-hmm. on? <laughs> right. Right. Like you said, you, you you so packed and so booked. It's like if something goes 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 left, it's like, damn. It messes, it messes everything up, man. It messes everything up because now I'm scrambling. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what, Press? If they're dating. You will want to, whatever you have to do, you want to go out with your girl. So whatever comes up, you're like, hey, bro, hey, I'm already taking, I'm already, I already got some plan. Won't you change that? Now, if it's something, like I said, if it's, you know, if it's something where, where you have to change because no, you, you you just got to, uh, family death, sickness or whatever, cool. But anything else, press? No, no, man, you can change the other, whatever came up, but like, bro, I'm, I'm already busy, I'm taking my girl out. And too. If you're having a bad day, Jules, I mean, wouldn't you want to see your girl? I mean, I don't know. Right. I mean, I, 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 right. Unless, she, unless she says some slick shit earlier in the day that pissed you off, so I don't know, you know. But other than that, I mean, I would think that you would no. want to be with her to help, you know, yeah. to kind of help put you in a better state of mind. You know? Yeah, bad mood, all right. <laughs> bad mood, something else. <laughs> I knew we they ain't got no know. bad mood. We already yeah, know. Right. <laughs> uh, he lucky I'm like I'm into man law. But, right. Yeah, it's definitely man law. Uh, Kelly, we ain't going there. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope mm-hmm. I hope this I hope this gentleman is doing better now. But yeah, we yes. we definitely call foul on him. Foul, foul, mm-hmm. foul, sir. Yeah, man, get it together. <laughs> Speaking of foul, the first mailbag okay. question comes in from Lawrence from Chicago, Illinois, and he said, "What okay. in the world is going on with Kanye West, and why is he going after everybody on Instagram right now?" And man, that dude need to be evaluated, man. There's something wrong with him, Press. There's something wrong. And he needs to be evaluated because I don't know what kind of behavior this is. Yeah. It's somebody, He's you know what? He's unraveled. Yeah. Dude, I, I you know, DL Hewley said it the DL Hewley said it the best. He said, this dude have a real large, big platform. He's a, a musical genius. And but he's a small individual. Mm. he said that and i was like wow he said yeah he's all this he's yeezy and yay whatever the case may be <laughs> he talking about his little charlie brown boots and stuff but he said he's a small man anytime you 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 you, you, you do do things in limelight with your with your uh the mother of your children and just talking out of sight and then coming at him and steve and everybody else who you know and it's just a small individual, man. He said, be a man. Act like a man. And, and, and pretty much, yeah, I, I agree with DL because it's like, at this point, bro, why you, why you doing this? You, you can't be doing this for the limelight. You can't be. You already do. You're there. Be a man and, and, and handle things behind the scenes, man. You don't need to 
plaster and broadcast all this stuff on social media so everybody can see that, man. Come on, man. Come on. The idea will be right, man. You small on that one, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, Jules, when you said that, and when I read the deal said that, I was like, boy, that was that was free game right there because he's right. And you and I both, we give Kanye his props, man, on being a musical genius uh-huh. and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But this stuff here, man, I don't rock with it. I don't I don't like all that. And you know me, Jules, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of things going on in my personal life. I will never, ever air somebody out on some social media platform. I will not do that shit because guess what? It ain't nobody's business except for me and the person that I'm going through this stuff with. Right. Mm-hmm. So knock that shit off, Kanye. It ain't cool. Take the L. Your woman left you. She's with Pete now. It's fine. <laughs> You've been dating all these other females, man. Let her be happy, bro. Let her be happy. Stop it. Because at this point, man, it's, it's turning into abuse, man. It's abuse to do right. the thing that he's doing right now. It's not cool. No, no. Anytime you talking about sending people to come after you, posted addresses. I mean, dude, come on, man. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird behavior, bro. Weird Come behavior. on. Weird fucking behavior, but yeah, see, but that's, but that's the day, and, but that's the day and age we're in right now, where everybody like gets off on that kind of stuff. Oh, he's dragging her. He, no, he's making himself like a damn fool. That's what he's doing, right? I, you know what? I thought I read something about they had petitioned and signed a petition for him not to uh, perform at uh, Coachella, something like that. Wow, well, you know he got removed yeah. from the Grammys, right? Dude, unstable. You don't know what he press. You don't know what he'll get up there and do or say or say. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's gonna be some sort of foolishness. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, but it's just messed up because it's like, dude, bro, you, you know, you, 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 from, no, no, you know, from the shy, you know, yeah. putting shy on the map and stuff. Uh, you, 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 you know what it is. He came up from the from the hood and he and he's and he made the name for himself and he's doing good. Come on, don't get don't don't be that one that get up there and you making all this money and just 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 lose your mind. Come on, yeah. come yeah. on, get right, man, get right. And also, too, I hope that some people around him can can talk some sort of sense to him. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I know at a certain point, man, with some of these guys, they become so damn famous that it's probably a lot of yes men around them and not a lot of their day one people that can like say, hey, bro, <laughs> you, you're losing it right now. You really need to get a mm-hmm. hold of yourself. I don't think he got too many people around him like that right now. But hopefully somebody can talk some sense to him because it ain't a good look, bro. I, man, I hope so too. You know what, Prez? You hit it right on the head with that. More people, more celebrities and athletes and athletes. I mean, you. let's be honest. They get put on this pedestal down the limelight. You need that person to say, hey, Come on now, you're just a human being. Bring it back. You, you you're just a human being, man. You just when you go, press. Hey, let's say your 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 boy Jules did 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 did. I'm out the I'm out the atmosphere, man. And I do something that not Jules like. I know without a shot of the you gonna pull my coat and bring me back down to reality, Jules. Th- this ain't you. True. Vice versa. Yeah, of course. We, <laughs> we need that, man. You know, people need that because. Uh, you know that star that start on that fame, that fortune, and money, and women, and parties. That do if you a weak minded person, it'll it'll get you. Yeah, well, what they say about fame, man, it, it boy, it's, it says drug, and he's been high on that thing forever. Man, oh man, hope he get, hope 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 he hope we get together, man. Hope he get together, man. I do too, man. Not only just for his sake, but damn, for him to be able to have a 
a good relationship with his kids because right now, mm-hmm. eh, come on, bro, you can't be out here acting like this. You got little ones, man. Right. Let that, and let and that woman stay, be. Let her live. It. Let her live. Right. Kanye made her go back. To- <laughs> hey, hey, he, listen, he debunked that theory, didn't he? <laughs> he showed me. He said DLC. He made him make him go back to white whip uh, white dudes. <laughs> oh damn. He learned about that though. And she happy. I mean, because let's be honest, Pete, Pete looked like he's a whole bunch of fun, dude. Yeah, he, he seemed like he ain't into that drama. And even with Kanye calling him out his name and coming for him, Pete ain't worried about him. No. Damn, damn, Kanye. Kanye, come on, man. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) The next question comes over from Cynthia. And she's from San Diego, California. And she wanted to know, why hasn't Joe Biden intervened to get Brittany Griner back to America? Man, Perez, dude, when I saw this question, I was like, man, what's going on? What is going on with this? The the, The problem, I think, is that one big problem is we the Ukraine and Russia deliberately, you know, situation they got going on over there. And I don't know. And in, in this case, I don't know what what can they do because now it's a I think all this is ch- is chess pieces now. I don't know. Because are we are is Biden in a position where he can go over there and, and say something, intervene, or have, have somebody go over to intervene? Because I know they get, you know, Ukraine and, and Russia get beef, but also we aid in Ukraine. So it's like, are they even going to do favors? Uh, it's just a messed up situation right now where she is. I think I, I mean, we know what the situation what, is. We we know what it well, was, oh, and, and yeah. I even said it when the last time we talked about this situation. She didn't use the best judgment in this situation. However, though, we know what this uh-huh, is. Uh-huh. She's being used as a pawn, and. Right. And Russia knew what they were doing. They knew what they was doing. I mean, she's been playing over there in Russia. She's high profile over there. She's been playing in that country for over a decade. And this brings up even a bigger point that I wanted to make. So I thought this was a great question, Cynthia. But why is it that the WNBA players have to play in their offseason in other countries where they can make real money? And I'm not trying to say that the money that they make in the, in the WNBA is chump change or anything like that. But this woman's over here playing in Russia and making four times the amount of money that she makes in the WNBA. She's okay. an all-star. It speaks to a bigger picture, yeah. yeah. Big, that's a bigger problem. And see, nobody wants to have those type of conversations because, man, the, the guys get an off-season. How come some of these women don't get an off-season? Right. Uh, man, Brez, good point, dude. Good point because right now it's like, oh, okay, uh, now what are you going to do? What can't you do? They, I'm hearing they talking about, five, what, five, ten years. Yeah, I, I, it's just crazy, man. I mean, and I had a problem with the whole thing of why we didn't even know that she was detained until right. it was it was weeks after the fact. And uh, I think my biggest concern is not only the way that she was detained, the, the fact that people weren't covered in mainstream media, and also, too, the circumstances that are going on in Russia and Eastern Europe right now are bad. And now she's mm-hmm. caught up all in the mix of all this. So now I don't want us to get into some sort of a World War III type of situation here, but I'm hoping that right now that our national security teams are doing something covert and trying to work their channels, back channels, to try to figure this thing out. 
I hope that's right. what they're doing right now. I, I pray too, because she don't need to be in there. I, you know what prayers, it reminded me of my wife and I, we always watch that uh, show, Locked Up uh, Abroad. Okay. Cats be going overseas and, you know, of course they'd be doing stuff, but then they get caught. And they get, it. it's not, it, prayers, it's not like here. Man, them cats go over there and get popped off, man. You get popped off. So, we, people, just saying that, just you, you got to remind, there's some problems in America, but, I mean, let's be honest. You don't be locked up overseas. You don't be locked up overseas, man. They and, always say that. I, I remember that time when you and I, remember back in the day, we was in, in Mexico. Yep. And them cops pulled up on us. Man. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I, got, I, got, like, I got Chicago and them cops did not Jules. <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah, I remember they would want to, you know, smell your fingers and stuff. Like Somebody, like, hey, they were a little freaky. <laughs> and, and, and remember that he he was smelling our fingers, and I'm sitting up here. Even if we did touch some weed, right? What they gotta do about right now? We gonna lock I'm talking about smell he was rubbing, he rubbing his thumbs against our fingers and smelling that shit mm-hmm. and. And then he put down the cloth and he told us to put our wallets on the car. I'm sitting up here laughing at him. Like, <laughs> you see, y'all was better than me. Because <laughs> y'all complied. Y'all threw put y'all wallets up there and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I don't have no wallet, sir. <laughs> he, like, he, like, he was like, what, what you got? I was like, this wristband. I'm in Mexico. What, what do I need a wallet for? <laughs> hey, that dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. The wristband to get into them spots, man. Right, right. I forgot about that. Hey, man, he's going to take our duckies, man. That's what he was on, man. Well, he did because he got, yeah. he got, he got, two oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because oh. I had to, I had to hit because remember, I put mine in my shoe. <laughs> man. That's a funny story. I, I just thought about me. that randomly, randomly. Oh, man. I ain't even, dude, I ain't even thought about that until you said it, dude. I was like, right. That's right. Isn't uh, that crazy though? Pulled up on three. We walking down the street, audience. Walking down the street. <laughs> that was the first for me. <laughs> that was the first my first experience of realizing in other countries that boy, even racism follows us out of the country too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like yeah, PJ Gringos, get over here. <laughs> yep. I'm talking about artists, he was talking about if, if you like Jules said, it was kind of freaky. I ain't never had no man rub my fingers like that before. I was like, sir, what yeah, are you doing? it was. It was freaky, man. I I stopped by the police before. It was nothing, never nothing like that. But all right, this is what you go, you guys do in Mexico, okay? Yeah, buy me a drink first before you start fucking crushing my fingers like this. Is it crush my fingers? Oh damn! Oh boy, you're a fool, boy. Hey, hey, man. I was like, man, I just don't want no smoke, man. Because I remember when before we left. Everybody, the mama saying, "Don't get locked up." Yup, yup. Especially in Mexico, and I'm just not want to go to jail in Mexico, right? And I'm sitting up there like, "Oh man, come on, man." But you know, he did what he did, and he let us go. Like, all right, get out of here. Yep, I think he got tired of dealing with me, man. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, hey, good looking out, bro. Hey, good looking out, bro. Oh man. He said, "This one right here is difficult." But it, even even though all that was going on, Jules, I still like I, I you know, because you know, we was in Mexico, y'all was spring break, we was having a good time. But even in that situation, I still cleaned that shit up real quick. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's Man. what I think. That's why I had enough time to throw that money in that sock real quick. I was like, "Oh shit, here we go." Because what I tell you, I said, "Oh, they turned around, they coming over here, y'all." 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yep. and, and so you was paying attention. Oh boy, he didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm sitting up here like, bro, I said that for a reason. <laughs> what is you doing? Pay attention. <laughs> here, here we go. Mm-hmm. Got his ass. And the rest of the whole trip, this man begging you and me for money. I'm sitting up here like, yeah. bro, that is not my problem. <laughs> man. Remember, he was like, he's like, but I want a wristband. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't get a wristband. <laughs> nah, nah, you don't get a wristband. Man, dude, I, did. I ain't gonna lie, Press. I gotta get back there, man. This, I haven't been back since, dude. Yeah, I want to go on a non-spring break type of vibe. Because that, well, that that week we was down there, that was insane, audience. Insane. That was a long time ago, but definitely insane. But the point of that story is saying you do not want to get locked up outside this country because, no. like Jules said, even though we got our own problems in the criminal justice system, it's, it's levels to this thing. And in these other countries, yeah. man, they play for keeps. Yeah. yeah it, it, oh. And it, it put a little extra thick on you because you're American. Yeah. American. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, Press, I just want to say this, man. Even though Biden hasn't done anything, it doesn't mean nobody else can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if other people could have uh, ways to get over there and get in touch and 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 do their thing and try to help her out, you don't have to wait on Biden. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, come on, somebody else can uh, jump in and and do something and say something and maybe make make deals like you said, Press, little backdoor deals because. You know, we need to get, she needs to go on out and get on back home. Yeah, we need to get her back. And I'm, and I'm sure, even though I, I didn't like the fact that we immediately didn't hear much on this and I thought we were kind of dragging our feet on this, I think I did read somewhere that we are working with some officials there hmm. to try to get it figured out. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Okay, but, I, mean, good. I just want her to get, get back home and hopefully she learns from this. And honestly, I hope that future WNBA players – could have to stop having to work in these other countries during their offseason. I think that's the thing that I wanted to have a conversation about. You know, let's let's pay them fairly. You know, that's a big so that that's a big part. Put ourselves in harm's way. You know what, Prince? This might be this this speak this probably right here speaking for a bigger issue. Like, okay, this girl, okay, she did what she did. No, no, no doubt about it. She's paying the price. Okay, but like you say, Prince, what can the WNBA do? Organization do? So, cat, so girls don't have to go over and, and and double dip and work two jobs. So, yeah, that speaks to all right. Let's let's pay these let's pay these women a little more, so they don't have to do this. Not unless I mean, unless you just want a ball like off season, I don't, you know, you know. But but let's let's work on getting these getting these women some real bread. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that was a really good question, and I'm an audience. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. We deviated, but we like to have fun on this show. All right. Next question comes over from Anthony from Ann Arbor, Michigan. He wanted to know, okay. Jules, who lies more, men or women? Women. 100%. 100%. Oh, man. Hey, man, I can't break the code, man. I can't break the code. No, you know, you know what, Press? See, the thing is, we, my, wife can, my wife can tell me something like, she, she can lie to me or something. I'm not going to check up on it. You know, she'll say something, and I'll just like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not gonna check on them, but but if the shoe's on the uh, other foot, no nah, women just more. No nah, wait a minute, hold on. They like bloodhounds, like like detectives already by birth. I'm like wait, a minute. <laughs> hey, they like no. Nah, his pitch on his voice was a little little right, high. Right. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, something's wrong. 
Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He, What's he, he doing? He he moved his left hand. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Why why is he wearing why is he wearing them shoes instead of the other ones? Why is he, <laughs> she like them his lion shoes. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, God, see, Press, I don't know if, if you're the same way. I'm not, I, I don't read into maybe something real obvious, but other than that, I don't really read into it, really. I just, oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, I take you for what you tell me. If that's what you tell right, me, exactly. Fine. Cool. Right. So, yeah, so that's, so that's my answer. Women, only because, guys, we're not, we're not, we're not detectives like that, man. <laughs> and also, too, I'm going to say this. And audience, I'm gonna drop the mic on this one. Uh oh. Okay. okay. They always say men lie, women lie, right? But I feel like I, t- I feel like women tell the worst lies of all time. Cause you know that what that lie is, fellas. The baby is yours. Ain't nobody fucking with a lie like that. Ooh. Ooh, man, that's that's a that's a that's that, an ultimate lie. That's a man, hey, bro, I couldn't even get the word out. Just saying, and tell me, and tell me that that don't happen out here. You got these dudes to be paying for these kids for ten to fifteen years. The kid don't look nothing like them. I'm sitting up here like, bro, you sure about that? Uh, kid being yours, he's a uh, seven foot two. You five eleven. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Damn, it happens. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then paying all this to get, uh, you know. The baby's yours. You get attached to it. The baby, the family, your family got attached to the baby. You come, uh, baby's not, huh? <laughs> oh man, that's that's devastating. That's yeah, devastating. that's that's devastating. But no, to answer this question, yeah, both do. You know, I, I'm Anthony. So yeah, true, I, yeah I'm just, true. Me, we just having fun with this, one, you know, because uh-huh. at the end of the day, everybody does. But I like how Jules said that because, like, with us, if if a female tells me something. Like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to, to, to Walmart and do this and do this. Okay, cool. Now, story on the opposite side. I say I'm going to Walmart, and it's like, mm-hmm. is he really going to Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 listen here, man. I'm about to run to the store right quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. it's like, it's waiting to see, well, did he change it to some different clothes? What car uh-huh. is he taking? You know, it's all that other bullshit. <laughs> what you putting on cologne for to go to the store? Yeah, to go to Walmart. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, you know. <laughs> look, I'm not look, I'm not trying to be out like the mother Walmart folks to be in there funky. I'm just trying to be different. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, sometimes man. when people do be a Walmart stacking, I was this lady in line the other day. I'm sitting up here like, good lord, <laughs> do you have any sort of relationship with soap and water, deodorant, something? I'll talk about now, her. was she purchasing? Was she purchasing any of that? Them items? In the, in, I don't know Walmart? what she was purchasing, but I hope she was. Listen, Jules, my eyes were watered. I couldn't even see what the hell she was doing. She stuck so. Bad. Oh damn! Oh wow! I'm talking. Ugh. I don't know what was going on with her, but it was offensive. Oh. <laughs> it was offensive. Hey, you probably had to step to another line. Like, oh, screw this. Yeah. I'll go to this one. I'll go to self checkout. Dude, her fucking body odor was a lie. All right. He said, he said, the next oh, question damn. comes over from Rod from <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> and Rod wants to know, what's with people treated animals better than other human beings? Oof. Impressed. 
it speaks on it this way here speak on humanity where we don't care about our, our further our fellow man um uh, enough but yet press that quite right there op- ultimate is correct it is so correct because you have so many people just far as and then i have a few on on the job they you know straight straight dog or cat or whatever the case may be man they run man they running they calling people hey i got a I got a, a, a German shepherd or whatever the, the breed the dog is. And, you know, anybody want one, we can't take it to the pound or, you know, they'll put your euthanized and all, you know, uh, if you wear a fur, they come at you or, mm-hmm. or yeah, man, I mean, man, they, they strong on PETA and, and they strong on these animals, which I mean, they should, we should alt- press. Not only we treat, we should treat people how we want to be treated. That goes the same thing for animals because listen, uh, there's, you know, you have to support a game and sport. My father-in-law is a big hunter and, you know, that's, but we're here. We have, we have control of, of the planet and also the other, uh, of the, of the uh, animals. We have control of the animals, but it, it, it's, it's tasteful, you know, for, for people who game and then hunt. It's tasteful. You don't do anything neg, you know, negative or disrespect that game. But far as, uh, far as just showing ultimate, I mean, just, just, you show uh, animals more respect and more love to human beings. Like I say, it speaks to a different different meaning because now we're like, wait a minute, hold on. We should treat human beings, animals, all alike should have show pretty much show respect. I mean, that's what that's where that's what my answer is. Yeah, so I know some people they're going to listen to that about the hunting, and they may disagree with that because mm-hmm. those are people that are they don't want anything being done like that with animals and. Right, right, right. I get that too, but shit, I also don't like when humans get hunted. So, I mean, the uh, way that I look at it, I don't want nobody out here getting mm-hmm. um, shot at it and this and that. But, Rod, I think when you see people that treat animals, especially dogs, <laughs> when they when they treat, you know, dogs better than what we see with other human beings, it's the reason behind that. Because what they'll say is, well, dogs are innocent. And some people treat their dogs and animals like other members of the family. And so... I almost feel like people maybe treat their animals or dogs or whatever like they would a child. And what do you say about children? Children, sometimes they can't protect themselves and they may feel the same animals, right? Or these animals. And so I think that's probably why you see people treating animals the way that they do is because they probably view them like a child. And a lot of times we always say we got to protect the children, right? And so maybe some people take another step further and say, well, this animal is my child. You know, I don't have kids. And this is what this mm-hmm. person is to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and also too, I mean, let's call it a spade. Sometimes human beings are assholes, y'all. <laughs> you know, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And one thing you're I'll right. tell you, not, just about a now think about a dog, because Jules, you got a dog too. Them motherfuckers uh-huh. are so loyal. They they got a short memory. So you know, I could have had an interaction with the dog before I left. Or you come back home, that dog wagging his tail when they see you. They forgot about the discussion that y'all had earlier that day. <laughs> human beings. Another different situation. <laughs> Perez, you dude, you hit it right on there. That is a good point, man. Uh, when you tell that story, man, I was thinking about it all the times like coming in from work or whatever the case may be. Right there. A dog right there, just 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 wagging his tail, ready for you to pick him up or you know, beg for a treat or something like that. And, right. You know, I mean, man, and, and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good good because you come home you get someone right there at the door just want to greet you and just want to say hey you know i missed you and stuff 
I, and that's why I spoke about humanity. We're so mean towards each other, especially nowadays, more now than ever. We're just so mean to each other. We walk mm-hmm. down the streets. People don't give you eye contact. They don't say hello. They don't speak. Mm-hmm. I go to these restaurants and there's no, hey, how you doing? Uh, don't know nobody hold the door for anybody anymore. It's, 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 it's I, I hate, I hate where we at now. I hate where we at. Because it's like, man, wait a minute, hold on, man. Yeah, I know even stuff, even though stuff is going around that's bad right now, but it's it's not here to stay, it's here to pass, man. We can still treat people with respect and 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 with, with you know, and just <laughs> and that's why hey, and that's why I guess people get pets so they can so they can get that love that they ain't getting out there in the world, man. And that's probably it. You know, because I, I see things on social media all the time where there's people that have to make those uh, tough decisions to put down pets and things mm. like that. You can oh, tell people, man, man that stuff, it really takes them through some, oh, some yeah. tough times, right? And so when I saw this question come over from Rod, I looked at it a couple different ways. I looked at it like, yeah, I agree with Jules. Humanity. It's because we fall so far off on just being kind to one another. <clears throat> that's why you see people saying, I don't give a fuck about this person, but this dog over here, that's who I care about. <laughs> or mm-hmm. they want to see other animals being safe. You know, you, you see it when you go out. When somebody sees somebody with a dog, what's the, what they doing? They're watching a person and they smile. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with a baby. Same, right. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, just my two cents, Ron. I just think that people put uh, children and, and animals in, in the same little bucket there. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. That's a good question, though, man. Really good question. That's a good question. Really good question. Because, you know, when you think about that, you know the, the Michael Vick situation that happened. Mm. And people still, are, and they come for Michael Vick. And I'm sitting here like, okay, hey, he fucked up. But that man, he's paid to price. He went to prison. He's paid the restitution for that, and he's doing good work now. I'm like, there's people in this world that have kill folks, and they haven't had to go through all that type of hurdle. You know what I mean? That Michael Vick went through. Right. So, good question, Rod. Our last one comes over from Michael from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> and shocking, this question comes from Ohio. He wanted to know, why does LeBron James get so much hate? Because people love Michael Jordan. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Prez, you know, LeBron, I have no problem with LeBron. I think that dude, he's a bad dude. Second on all-time leading scorer now. I pass him Carl Malone. I mean, the man is, uh, the man is, uh, dude, the man is dope, man. He cold. As far as people don't like, you know, have so much hate towards him. Tell you the truth, I don't know why. I mean, some things I can see, some things he say and does is like, eh, I don't agree with, but it don't make me don't like him. It's just it's his, his opinion is, you know, uh, as me being, you know, a real big fan of Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan's always going to be the goat in my eyes and always going to be the number one dude. Uh, that's my only pr- problem with LeBron. Like, the, he ain't never going to be better than Mike. So, uh I mean, because, you know, he, he through the school, he's big on humanitarian. He gives back. He He's a family man. You'll never once hear him talk uh, anything bad about his family or relationship or his wife or anything like that. He's with his, he visits his child's uh, games and his daughters and, and uh, you know, his team around him. He put them on the map. I Tell you the truth, Perez, I don't know why he why people hate him. 
something that some people hate uh lebron i don't, I don't know because maybe because he's you know maybe because he's a good dude maybe he's not really don't have too much too much dirt on him i don't, I don't know yeah so when i saw this one i mean i kind of have been guilty of this in the past not that i hate on him but i'm a jordan fan and everybody knows that right, exactly to this show exactly so i think first and foremost a lot of us jordan guys sometimes we in the past have felt some kind of way about lebron Nothing that LeBron has done per se, but I will say he did give himself that nickname King. Anybody that calls himself King, mm. I don't know about that. I mean, come on, man. Narcissist. <laughs> they come for the crown now. People come for yeah, it. That's He's right. Narcissist. <laughs> but, but I think all jokes aside, though, I think the thing that I think a lot of people didn't like was ESPN. Like, really, when you watched ESPN back in the day, it was like 50% LeBron, 50% LeBron all the time. It was just like, Man, what is this? Then it was the decision. All that nonsense when he oh, left Cleveland. <laughs> I just uh, don't think uh-huh. that that stuff did him any favors early on. Okay. But to Jules' point, model family man. I mean, he's built a damn school for Christ's sake. You see how he interacts with, with young kids at these sporting events. You know, so, yeah. Also, too, he speaks up. On, on things that matter out here. So I do think that he does a lot of good, but I think if we if we really want to nitpick why people hate on him a little bit, it's that damn decision. Okay. I think that I think that went I think that did a lot to have people hating on him a little bit. Also, too, he went down there to Miami and he was over there talking about some not one, not two, not three, all that bullshit. Well, I didn't like that. So it's it's just a lot of little things that I think that he did that people kind of made fun of. He made it easy for people to make fun of. Let's just say that. Okay, okay. Because then when he okay, started losing, you. everybody was rooting against him to lose. Yeah, you know what, Press? Now that you said it, I what I didn't, one thing I didn't like, I don't like, is uh, him going to the finals all them, all them years. It, it was always to a point like, <laughs> I, I get tired of it. So maybe that's what that's a good you thing to Yeah, I was just, just, I was just through with it. It was like, eh. you know, like they you know, like Brady. Now, you know, now we know how we felt when when the Bulls, the '90 Bulls, because we 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 had that, we owned that decade. And but it's just, yeah, it's like you know, get tired of him. Then he go to another team, go into the finals. Then go to another team, go to the finals. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, you know. So that that probably be the only thing that like, you know, <laughs> you know. But it was like I'm, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I can see why, you know, you can, if even, if it was it called hate or you just tired of it or just over it or you know, right? I think for you and I, it's not hate, but there's a lot of people out there right. that hate on that man. Yeah, me, man. I just, I, I just tell you what I like. I think he's a hell of a basketball player. He'll probably be a top five player when it's all said and done, but would never uh-huh. be anybody's goat on my on my list. But there you go. But. I say that he's a good human being. He's done a lot for the game. And is we can enjoy what we're seeing from this because we probably won't see anybody do what LeBron James has done in the game after this. Mm-mm. So let's enjoy it. No, it's good. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But listen, audience, we appreciate you guys for these questions. Man, they're fun to answer them every week. But we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this episode. On today's show, we're pulling back the curtain on eliminating debt. And I thought this was a great question when it came over from Troy. So, 
Jules and I, we're going to just give you guys some couple tips, things that maybe we've done in our personal life that have helped us. And hopefully some of these things will kind of help you guys out. So when I look at when I looked at this topic when it came over to us, I said, well, this was pretty easy. <laughs> and Jules probably will agree with me. Don't spend more than you have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, exactly. If you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? I watched so many times when I was coming up, and I even did this Jules in college. I saw so many people in my family putting things on credit cards. And I was sitting up here watching them do that. I'm like, oh, man. So this card just does all this, huh? <laughs> it's the mm -hmm. magical card. Then I got oh, in college, man. Jules, and I started maxing the boys out. Because what, what was I doing? I did not understand the concept of money and finance yes. rates, APR, right. all that ugly stuff. Man, man you talking about 27 plus percent. Yeah, once these credit card companies get you in their cocoon, oh, oh, you're done. Oh, dude, it's hard to get out. It's hard now. It's hard to get out that web. <laughs> but then for people that get caught up in the credit card debt, the other trick how they get you, Jules, is when people like look at the what's due and they go to look at that minimum payment due amount. Listen, if you had paid, I mean, if you had charged this damn card through the fucking roof, and the bill coming, you only making payments on the minimum due. What you doing? You're not helping yourself out here. All you're doing is keeping them off your back for 30 days. You got to pay True. more than that minimum. Also, this is what I've done with credit cards in the past. I've paid multiple times in a month. So let's say, for instance, okay, fine, I paid the minimum due. But I may make payments every week on that card because now I want to hit the uh, I want to hit the actual uh, principal. I don't want to just yeah, be paying on, right. on the interest. Now, yeah. another thing, this is me talking in the past about cards when I had all the, the interest on them. I have 0% cards now. And what I do is if I start to find out, okay, damn, okay, I'm not going to be able to pay this card off within this year, then I consolidate that and I find me another 0% uh, offer and I transfer the balance. So mm, if I'm okay. not able to do that, that's what I do. But generally, I am able to kind of take care of that balance while I'm in 0% interest. Because, audience, the one thing that you want to never get in the habit of doing is getting hit with that interest trade. Because that interest, interest trade, it don't stop. Man, Press, hey, credit cards, I want to say, is probably the number one uh, thing you can have that can just eat your money up and you... <sighs> Just keep you, like you said, prayer, just keep you just paying on that credit card mm -hmm. for years. For years. And you're just eating your money, just eating it. And don't have don't have more than one. Oh. That's the thing. Cats have more than one credit card. And be maxed out. And both maxed out. Right. So I'm gonna tell you a story. When I first got on a job, because I had to take a loan. Okay. Because it's so much equipment I have to buy. They don't, the, the police, see if you don't, don't give you anything. You have to buy all that stuff. Oh, I never do that. So I had to take, I didn't have it. So I had to take a loan out for $5,000. And then I had a credit card. Okay. I had a car note. My wife and I, we got married the next year. Well, she got student loans. Mm. We get, end up getting a house. All that together. All at the same time. All, all at the same time. And you and let's be honest, them bills do not come late. They their own time. They want you, they want that money. 
<laughs> so you getting that, that bill in the mail, they ain't gonna be late now. They coming on time. So I had to do something at the time. I was on, I was only one work, uh, my wife wasn't working at the time. And I wasn't making that much money because I was still, uh, I wanna say I was still on probation. I wasn't off my status yet. So with the mortgage and with her uh, student loan and credit cards and car notes, well, I didn't want to get behind, spend damn, damn sure that mortgage. So what'd you have to do? So what people do, pick and choose, prioritize, what I'm going to pay, what I'm not going to pay. And one day I said, man, and then you're looking at your check like, man, I, I'm living my check to check because mm -hmm. there's still miscellaneous stuff, gas, food, uh, other little things, toiletry, yeah, clothes, you know, just things that you just need. So you sit up there like, man, what can I do to save? I said, listen, here's what I'm going to do. My wife and I got, to, you know, got together. Like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to knock out. We're going to knock out the, the, the thing we can pay off the quickest. So we, we paid that off. And then the money I was using to pay the credit card off, I put it on, on my card note. So I'm pay, putting in more on my card note to pay that off sooner. Now, cell phone bills, mortgage, we're always going to have that. My, my uh, wife, she's it's only the two of us. So she make dinner where it, it, it's leftovers. So she not in the grocery store. The groceries, oh, my God, don't even get me on grocery bills. Mm -hmm. So we, we cut corners. We cut corners. Just until. And then I paid my credit card off. I paid my car off. Now I, I can, she put her. She put her student loans in um, deferment because she, she wasn't working at the time. So she was able to do that. So which I didn't have to give her money on that to pay, pay that uh, student loan. So it was freeing me up where I can knock out different bills. So I'm not, my money's not being eaten up with all this, these other expenses. So it can knock out my car note. It knocked off my credit card. I knocked out my loan. So I got money to last until my next paycheck. And then I'm able to and save after that. So, man, that was one of the things that I, we did to eliminate debt. Knocked out the, the things you can pay off the fastest, sooner. And then whatever you was putting on that, that bill, added on to another one, uh, on, on to what you was giving that, that bill. So you can start you know, paying, off, paying off some of these, these loans, these credit cards. And then, hey, prayers after that, man, I cut one of them credit cards up, so I only have one credit card. My wife and I, we use one credit card. And then if we do use it, we put the money back the next month. That's the way it's supposed to be. Now I'm not I'm not in that situation, Jules. I I got two, but only one of them got some money on it. So, and, okay. and that's something that I'm you know cognizant of, you know, because I had some recent things with that damn garage. But um, <laughs> right, right, but, right. But that's exactly you know. But right. at the same time, I'm cognizant of the situation, and even though there. I like, you know, expanded and did some things that I wanted to do. I still have plans. I'm putting money to the side. So that way, by the end of this damn quarter, that thing's going to be paid off. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And yep. that card, I'm going to keep until the 0% expires on it. And so I guess for, for me, I just don't want people out here paying all this money to interest and you're not going to do anything. You're never going to get ahead. All that's doing is right. basically you in the credit card's loop and they got you. They got another sucker. You don't want to do that. I also like Jules's uh, story because not only was he deliberate in how he approached things, but they made sacrifices. 
I think a lot of times mm-hmm. people want to be in these situations where they're like, oh, I don't want to be in debt. But you don't want to do the work that's necessary to not be in debt. If you only make X amount of money, then you can't be in these bars and these restaurants every goddamn night. You can't be out here spending money over here. You can't be buying these type of cars. Sometimes you just right. got to be in the situation that you're in. Because like I tell you all the time, Jules, when I got out of college, bro, I was in so much debt. All I did those first three years of working and when I was actually making some money is it was going towards paying off that debt. I'm talking about, man, I was eating ramen noodles every goddamn day. But I got out of that web. And I said, I will never hey. do that shit to myself again. <laughs> Dude. It, yes, sir. And another thing we did, too, it was never a time we both had car notes. Smart. We we paid off one, and then my wife's car, uh, something happened to my wife's car. I forgot. I think it's just old, just couldn't. So much work into it. We end up when I paid my car off, I got her a car. And Perez, we still we still driving them cars to the day. She had she got a twenty ten, I got 08. It's twenty twenty two, and if they run, they run. We take care of them. Man, we we ride them things to the wheel fall. And that's the way it should be. But see, everybody wants the new stuff because, like for me, I lease my vehicles. But guess what, audience? I'm gonna put y'all up on another st- little thing. Oh, I also okay. have an LLC. So now my lease vehicle, I write off the payments, I write off the mileage, oil changes, all that kind of stuff. So my thing is, if you want to have certain type of things, then use the system <laughs> to your advantage. <laughs> and that's a lot of times wow, people so ain't hey, doing out here. So that's why you get the, you know, the Maserati and and, 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 and the Maybach and all that. Oh, LLC. It prayers we're gonna rap after this show. <laughs> 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 but I think another thing too that's important, Jules, are we having this conversation and rapping with people? I think mm-hmm. not even just talking about the credit cards. You know, a lot of times what I think people don't have, and I think this is what you had, and this is what I had at one point in life, a budget. Oh, yes. Yes. Listen, there was a time there that every dollar or cent that I spent was on an Excel. I was keeping track of everything. And that was the only way I was able to put myself in the position that I'm kind of in right now. But, man, I had to get there. It was hard work. But I think a lot of times people have to know what you're making and know where your money's going. I guarantee you if somebody walked up to the average person and was just like, man, you got paid on Friday. Where's your money going? They don't know. Oh. They just spending it. Press. <laughs> I, had a, I had a few of those. Money gone before even cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, like, dude, that's not life. No. You busted your ass to get this payout, and all of a sudden, two, three days later, you sit over here like, well, <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> Man. But you know another thing I did, too? And all this, you guys are going to laugh at me. About six or seven years ago, not because I was in debt or anything like that, but there were some, some things that I wanted to do, you know? And so I said, you know what? I'm going to do like a little part-time little thing here. So I didn't go, you know, get a, a retail job or nothing like that. I started driving Uber on the side. Man, it was like 20, 20, 20 hours a week. But I tell you, Jules, man, I was making like $1,000 a week doing that thing, doing that Uber. Oh, that's nice. That's nice little extra yeah. change, man. And so I did that for like a sober. And that was some nice money that I had coming in. I was like, cool, this, this is nice, you know? And I wasn't running down because I was just in the car driving. So... A lot of times, two people like, how do I eliminate debt? Well, if you get in debt, find out a, a multiple, uh, find out another way to bring in some revenue. 
right? I think a lot of us, we spend so mm, much time mm-hmm. on spending money. Why don't you figure out some clever ways of how you can make more money? Oh, and dude, then use that money point. to pay off certain things or use that money to get to you to that next step that you want to get to. Dude, that's an excellent, excellent idea. Like I, I was able to work a little OT and then that money for the OT, you put it on the uh, on the bills. That's right. To pay off, hey, man, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work this, this, and this, and it's going to this so I can eliminate that. Dude, that's another good way of, of, of eliminating debt. I know it sucked, dude, because you get that extra bread, man. You're like, man, I want to do this. <laughs> I want to get this. I want to go here. But, man, you got to be. And and then, press another thing, just, just your mindset. Like, I know you want to go out and play, but them bills, I tell you, they, they come on time, and they ain't going anywhere. No, they're not going anywhere unless you file for bankruptcy. But but you know who want to do all that, man? I mean, you know. So uh, and that's it. Well, now that I said it, and that's another thing I I heard cats do. They they get a, they get this debt, but they then they file bankruptcy. I think I don't know for sure how what the process go and what happened. I know your your credit score go, dips, and yeah. it takes years to go back. I I wouldn't I I wouldn't do it, but only because I'm just. I, you know, I like to keep my credit score high, press. I, you know, but, um, but I mean, that's 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 another way if you want to, you know, do that. But yeah, see, I'm with you too, Jules, because I know a, a couple partners of mine that they went ahead and did that. They did dip, and it was like a couple year period there where they really couldn't do anything, and they were like kind of okay. like in this situation where like, man, <laughs> don't try to apply for nothing, you know. So they had to do like a lot of the secured credit cards to kind of get their name back in good standing, but. Now a lot of them that got out on the other side of it. Now their credit scores is immaculate. It just mm. depends on where you are. Me personally, I never right. want to file that because that was something that my grandmother instilled in me a long time ago. It's like, look, <laughs> your good name is your good name. I don't, I don't want to ever have to file bankruptcy, you know. But that's just me. If if that's the strategy that works for others, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, that money. I tell you one thing: finances, money. It, it, it caused divorce, it caused stress, it caused death, finances, money. That's, you know, it's the root of all. I'm glad that uh, we're talking about this so people can get, get some ideas and, and get things in perspective and, you know, as far as, you know, how they're going to allocate and build. And I would just say, too, you know, to, to piggyback off of what Jules said there, because I think that's a, a hell of a point. I think the big thing, audience, is educating yourself. Sacrifice. Man, making some of those tough decisions that a lot of times we don't want to, we don't want to make. But sometimes you got to do those things. Also, to depend on your profession. Now, in the profession I'm in, sometimes, you know, bonus checks come into play and you get a nice little windfall of cash that comes in. If you guys come into some money, use that shit appropriately. I know it's easy, like Jewel said, when you, when you get that money coming in and you're smiling and you're happy, you're like, ooh, I got all this money that just came in. Don't right, just blow right. it. Hey. Allocate that shit smartly. You know what I mean? Use that to help you with whatever your debt payoff plan is. Have a debt payoff plan. If you know that, hey, at the end of this year, I have two credit cards. I only want to have one. Okay, well, how are we going to get there? Start a budget. Start that debt payoff plan. If that credit card has an APR, call the credit card company. See if they'll work with you. See if you can negotiate a lower APR to help yourself out. If you've been with the same credit card company for years, there's no reason why 
they won't negotiate and give you a lower APR. See, a lot of times people don't uh -huh. do these things because they don't know that they can do those things. Right, now, right. If you don't want to do that, then do what I do. Consolidate, move it to a, a credit card that has 0% APR. There's all type of things you can do to make sure that you're not being loaded up with interest. Because I'm telling you, you start doing that, you never get out of that shit. Never get out of that. No, Prince, it's... Uh... <laughs> Like I say, you call it a cocoon, a web, whatever you want to call it. it, it it's designed to keep you. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, designed to keep you there. And press a lot, of, you hit on the head when you talk about financial uh, freedom, financial independence, uh, learning. I wish, I wish they have a course in school when we was coming up about finances. Because right. it'll, it'll save us a lot of headache in the future. <laughs> Yeah, but see, so, that was our responsibility, like what we're doing on this show now, uh -huh. and also stuff that we could do for the, the shorties in our family, right? I, I'm sure you probably do this with your, your nephews, like just trying to put them on some free game because no one did that for us. Now, when we was coming up, hey, it was a different mindset. Our, our families were like, hey, we got this house, we're paying our bills, cool. But nobody was really talking to you about the power of money, the things that go into it. They didn't do that. And so that's why I always say it's the it's the future generation's job to leave the, the current generation better off doing the way you found then, things. Exactly. Exactly right. And what Jules talked about earlier about the damn student loans, now that's another thing because that's a lot of times where a lot of the debt people are in is because of that. And my only advice to people with those student loans, try to refinance those things. Try to figure that oh, stuff yeah. out because those student loans, they're nasty. They're nasty. Hey, I know, hey, my man, Prez, my wife got three of them things. And I'm just like, oh, you know, because she went and got a masters and all that. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I was in, so, so we did what you, what, what you had said, man. We consolidated. I went to my credit union. Credit union got excellent uh, percentage rates. And it ended up consolidating, took one, you know, one loan, put it, uh, paid it off. And now I just, you know, pay the loan back through my credit union. But it's only one payment instead of three different ones. And, I, and that's a fair thing, too. You know, another thing that I just thought about that I, I did back when, when I was in college, and I think this might be helpful for, the, for some people before we get out of here, Jules. So okay. when I graduated from school and I had, I don't even want to tell you, all I probably had maybe about seven credit cards that were maxed out when I graduated from college. Uh, I had student loans at the time, and then I had a couple other bills. But you know what I did? This is how I prioritized. I paid the minimum payment due on all the bigger stuff, and then the smaller things, I allocated a bigger amount towards those. And what I did is I took care of the smaller things and worked my way up the list of debt. And so what I did was once I got the small one moved out of the way, then I moved up to the next smallest thing. And then I kept attacking things. And it was almost like Pac-Man. You know, you guys play Pac-Man. I was eating that dinner. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, uh -uh. you ain't going to get me. Yeah. So that was my approach. And that's what I did for over those three years. And I was telling you guys about it. So I took care of every single one of those debts that I owe. And I, I think that could be a good strategy for some people out there. Because sometimes some people get, they get intimidated by all the money that they're in. No, it's not. Don't get intimidated. You just got to have a plan of attack. A strategy, but stay consistent with that plan. Stay and you'll consistent. get out of it. Stay consistent. That's it right there, man. I hope some of these things uh, 
are helpful for you guys. And I thought this was a really good question, especially right now. We, we're in some tough times here. Gas prices are through the fucking roof. You know, people, Man. inflation, we're starting to see some signs of that coming down the pipeline here. And wages are staying the same. And in some cases, people's wages are declining. So mm. I hope that these are some valuable nuggets that you guys have learned in this episode today. And if you guys have any follow-up questions, hit us up. You guys know how to get in contact with us. We want to be a resource to you guys. We not, not only do we want to make you guys laugh and trip out every week, but we also want you guys to learn a little something too in the process. Jules? Yes, sir. Go to hit with that curtain call. Press this curtain call goes out to Willie Wilson. Say what you want about his motives, but Willie is stepping up in a time when gas prices are rising. And boy, how they ever. <laughs> Wilson had been giving away free gas to Chicago in the last few weeks. And today, he is donating gas at 19 stations in the city, as well as some in the suburbs. Jarvis will be able to get $50 of free gas. Willie Wilson, President I and Pull It Back the Curtain Podcast family, would like to salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Hey, shout out to Willie. Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, we appreciate you guys and your continued support of this podcast. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.